Hello friend and welcome to episode number one of my new 31 day series that I'm putting out answering your questions about creating a career or a business that you love. We are going to be deep diving into some really interesting topics. We are going to go big picture, a little woo-woo, a little philosophical. We're also going to get super nitty-gritty into the details, into the weeds of how to craft your first email to clients, how to run your finances, anything that you want to ask. No holds barred. So if you've got a question, please reach out to me. My handle across all of the social medias is AlexMakesVR. And you can reach out to me uh, on my new email address for this podcast, AlexMakesVR at gmail.com. I've had amazing questions already. And in today's episode, I want to start from the very beginning. The most important step that you must do before you decide on your next steps to pursue a career or grow a business in specifically the immersive industries, but this applies to all creative industries in general. So let's dive straight in. Why not? Okay, so the number one thing that I suggest you do, and this this covers everyone listening, whether you are just kind of deciding what to do with your career, like you're, you're, you're just kind of graduating or you're just like leaving school and you're excited to decide on what you want to do, um, or you are really established and you're looking to go to that next level to kind of to grow, to expand what you're currently doing, or if you are you are quite established in one thing, but you want to completely change career. You want to change direction. All of this is going to apply to you. The number one most important step that you must do before you decide what you want to do with your career and your business is reverse engineer what life you want. Now, hear me out. I know that this sounds a bit wishy-washy, but it's actually the most practical tip that I can give you to start off with. Because without having a clear idea of what the goal is in future, there is just no way that you can create a path to that place. It would be a bit like asking for directions. uh, And when the person says, well, where do you want to go? You're like, I don't know, anywhere. It'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, so, so before we start, I can't give you specific business or career advice unless you know what you want to happen in your life in general. Now, the reason I use the word life and not business, like the reason I want you to define what you want for your life, not your business, is because I think we've gotten into this place in society where we've kind of forgotten that the whole point of life is not to work. <laughs> the point of work is so that you can live your best life. And maybe it's because uh, for the past definitely kind of four or five decades, there's been a push towards this capitalistic, superficial uh kind of putting success, quote unquote, uh, whatever that means, um, on a pedestal or whether whether it's about the kind of uh, the pursuit of materialism. Either way, we've really gotten away from this idea that the reason that you work is essentially to create the life that you want. 
And this is one thing that I never did. I was never given this advice when I started my career and I wish I was. Now, don't get me wrong, this this uh, kind of goal, this idea of like the life that you want, it will change. Like the life that I want now about to turn 30 is not the same life that I wanted when I was 22. It's not the same life that I wanted when I was 25. Even in that space of like a decade, my desire for my life, the things I wanted from life were very, very different. So this is an exercise that you really have to kind of keep coming back to. But if you're listening to this podcast, there's a chance that you are in a place where you are ready to either pursue something new or pursue the next level or or pursue kind of, um, you know, your first steps. And I really want you to take some time and reverse engineer what your dream life looks like. Now, when we're talking about your dream life, I'm talking about the things that, what are the things that are important to you? What do you want the the kind of the most from your career or your business? Is it enough money to have a really brilliant work-life balance? Is it to have the kind of business where you can go anywhere in the world and still be making money? Is it a business or is it a career where you get to, uh, you know, work on big projects and get to network and schmooze with like, you know, the the kind of the 1% of, of the industry? Do you want to work on those big glitzy projects that win the awards? Do you want a career where you get to work with fun, small teams? Do you want to work on big productions? Now, like I say, so much of this will change as you go through your career. Again, when I when I kind of uh, gradu- first graduated, I, I uh, pursued a career in television. My whole life, I kind of thought that that's what I wanted to do. I work, wanted to work on these big productions. I wanted my name in the credits. I wanted to be a part of a team that worked on, you know, multi-million pound uh, projects. And I did that. And I was absolutely miserable because the reality for me of living that quote unquote dream, what I thought back then was my dream life, was the reality of it was overpaying for rent in a shitty little flat in London, not getting paid very much to work 14, 15 hour days, constantly feeling the pressure of, you know, needing that next contract, looking for that next bit of work. Um, and just ultimately not really having much time outside of that to do things that I wanted to, to kind of love, you know, uh, to, to, you know, things that I was passionate about, to find things that I really love, to, to do hobbies, to travel, that kind of thing. So when I quit and when I made the decision to kind of quit TV, um, I went through one of these cycles of deciding what was important to me, redefining what I wanted for my life. And that's when I found VR. And even since starting in VR, I've had to, especially, you know, I'm sure a lot of you listening to this, you've probably been going through it right now during this pandemic. This pandemic has given everyone, I think, a lot of time to really reevaluate what is important to them. So the number one step that you must do in order to first decide um, what you want for your life is, is kind of define what your dream life would look like. And again, I'm going to reiterate this and I'm I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but this will change. Don't think that you need to create this, you know, idea of a dream life. And that's the thing you're going to 
work towards forever and once you get it that's it you'll be done because it won't I'm telling you now you will constantly redefine it and you will constantly go through different stages in your life where you want different things and obviously I realize uh, for anyone over 30 listening to me say that that's probably really laughable because you're probably thinking oh god you've got no idea kid (laughs) and there's probably people listening that are a lot a lot younger than me just starting out I remember uh, the difference between even just like 21 and 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 20 29 like feels like I've kind of aged about 70 decades even though it's only been nine years so so I'm saying that I totally uh, recognize that different stages in life will require different things and you will kind of you'll depending on what's happening in society depending on what happens in your personal life that will change what you want but the main reason I want you to define this is because Otherwise, you will fall into the pitfalls that a lot of people do. Now, generally speaking, I feel like the two categories that people fall into when they want to start a business um, or kind of pursue a career in the creative industries, they either want the money or they want the fame. (laughs) And when I say fame, I'm not talking like Spielberg level fame. I'm talking like, you know pretty well known, like gets to make their own projects, gets to do, you know, kind of go to the award ceremonies and the the film festivals. Like generally speaking, I feel like people in the creative industries, they kind of fall into one of those two buckets. Often, actually, they think that you can get both, which is such a rarity. Uh, I, I can't tell you how, like, you know, like a Spielberg is a 0.0001%. So, um, generally speaking, the, the kind of the the automatic thing is to think I'm either going to grow a business to make a shit ton of cash, or I'm going to make incredible creative projects that get me lots of notoriety without realizing for both of those what that actually entails and how um, what the kind of probability of you being able to do that without being miserable are. Uh, and don't be wrong. There are absolutely exceptions to the rule, but I'm talking for the majority of people. So reverse engineer the life that you want. So do you want a work-life balance? So if you want a work-life balance, probably not best to chase absolutely massive productions that require mass amounts of people to work on them and, you know, big, long projects that take months and months to deliver. Uh, And I found that out the hard way (laughs) because for a long time, that's exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, And it wasn't really until last year when I took on uh, a really, really big project that just burned me out. It took months. It was a massive project, loads of moving parts. It was very exciting to work on. Um, It was very, very well paid. But at the same time, I came out of it and I was like, never again. It was so draining. I cannot even describe. Um, Also, a big thing I want to point out is that often people think about a successful business and they think that, you know, you need to be earning, you know, you need to be turning over hundreds of thousands of pounds and you need a big office and loads of employees. I can say from firsthand experience that now my idea of a successful business is pretty much the opposite of that. 
I've actually done this exercise called dreamlining and I think that you would find it really beneficial too. And this this exercise first appears in a business book that I love called The 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. And if you've not uh, heard of that book, definitely look it up. There's some great book reviews on YouTube that will give you the gist of some of the, uh, the biggest points that come out of that. But there's an exercise in it called dreamlining, which is exactly what I'm talking about. This idea of reverse engineering the life that you want for yourself. And what that exercise kind of forces you to do is it forces you to realize that your dream life doesn't actually cost that much. It is crazy to me, right? Like when I first started Cats Not Peas a few years ago, I for sure thought that like I was gonna, you know, I did. I I grew it. I took on like some employees. I like got um t- well at one point I had two offices. Um uh, I was going after like huge clients, like, and I was like creating big original, uh, well, not big original projects, but you know, I was also doing original projects on the side. And I was like, this is it. You know, we were turning over, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of pounds. And at one point, I just kind of like on one of these days where I was particularly burnt out, I just thought from the outside, I've made it. From the outside, I look like I've I've done it. I'm running a successful business. This is what 99% of people would consider to be a successful business. We're profitable. We're growing. We work with on big projects. We work on like exciting projects. We've got loads of opportunity and I'm absolutely miserable. I'm burned out. I've like got no time to see my friends or my family. I've got no social life. Every time I travel, it's for work. Um, I was in like one of those places where I was like, is this really it? This is this if this is what success is, I'm not sure I want success. And so now I've totally redefined that. When I did the dreamlining exercise, what my in my current state, my 29-year-old self wants from life, I figured out that I can live the, you know, the quote unquote a uh, millionaire lifestyle on about 40 grand. Now, don't get me wrong, 40 grand is still a lot of money. And it's still a lot of money, especially if you've, uh, if you've never made money from being self-employed or running a business before. But when you think about a successful business or career, people have this image in their head of multi-millions, glitz and glam, red carpets. And now my picture in my head of a successful career, a dream life, is having enough money to be able to work maybe two days, three days a week, completely remotely from anywhere I want in the world, having at least half the year to kind of be able to travel and at least have half of that travel time be for fun, not work-related, to be be generous and be able to give back to my family and my friends, to be able to like do like new hobbies and, and invest time in myself and my, my own well-being that's success to me now. And if I told my 22-year-old self that was determined to pursue um, a successful career in TV and, you know, work my way up and be a showrunner of an American uh, drama series, like if I told that person that my idea of success now would be to earn 40 grand and do whatever I wanted, that person would have laughed and said, that's not success. And that's crazy. And that's why I want to, that's really what I want to hammer home in this episode. Um, and that, that dream life is going to look very different to everyone. You know, that, that dream life is going to look different for you. 
personally throughout different stages of your life, but it's also going to look very different. Um, you know, my dream life is not the same as my brother's dream life is not the same as his wife's dream life is not the same as um, my best friend's like dream life. It's, it's always different. And so the other thing is to not compare yourself to other people. This idea of like uh, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, the idea that like, you know, I was doing stuff in the last few years and I've kind of only really been able to zoom out and realise it now, but I was doing stuff and buying stuff and kind of doing things in my company purely just to look the part, just because I was like, well, this is what a successful company does, right? This is what a successful business owner does. That's what they look like. This is this is what I have to do in order to fit that mould. And then I realised, how stupid is that? What a ridiculous notion, and that's what you have to do. You have to really, really look at your life, really look at the life that you want and look at the kind of work that you want to do that is going to fulfill you and you're going to be passionate about. Okay, so once you've kind of got a good idea of where that, at, that, where, where that is, now we can start crafting the journey to that goal. Because, for example, if your dream life is similar to mine at this stage where you want kind of to not have to work all the time. You want to do like, uh, you know, a kind of a few projects a month, um, but also have the peace of mind to be able to kind of go on holiday or, you know, not have to uh, be specifically in an office um, all of the time. You want the, the ability to be able to do your work from anywhere. Well, then the last thing you want to be doing is taking on big production-based projects because production will always re- require you to be location-based, right? It will. If you want to work with big clients, you will probably be expected to go. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, I was being expected to kind of go down to London at least a couple of times a week, uh, purely just to have meetings and speculative meetings sometimes about projects. So, you know, I've realized for me, that's not necessarily the goal anymore. Those aren't the kind of clients that I want to go after because, um, I want to be able to do my work from anywhere. So now I want to work with companies that want to work remotely, which again has has been made a little bit easier because of the pandemic, one of the one of the few silver linings. Um, but you gotta look at that. What what do you want? Do you want if you want to work on original projects, um, then you have to decide are you going to go down the uh, route of connecting with people in that industry to work on those kind of projects and kind of get the funding from multiple sources to create your original work? Are you going to um, are you going to create a side hustle like a virtual tour business or uh, a 360 training business that get, generates money that you will then spend on original content? That was that was kind of uh, my original business model was using kind of corporate work to fund more original and art projects. Um, ultimately, you just have to decide what uh once you've decided what kind of life you want, you can now start to realise what kind of work will and won't fit with that. So that's my first tip. So the tangible advice coming out of this is sit down, give yourself an hour or so, glass of wine, cup of coffee, whatever, you know, whatever you want, cup of tea, biscuit, obviously. Uh, (laughs) And just take some time to define what that life looks like maybe even put a figure to it. You know, for me, it was working out what my outgoings were every month at my my current kind of like level of living, looking at those expenses and seeing what I could cut back on. 
And then also then defining, okay, if I want to travel six times a year, you know, let me put a rough estimate of how much that costs, plane tickets, accommodation, food abroad, um, you know, and, you know, be realistic about it, like a rough figure, don't don't be overly conservative with it, but that'll give you a good idea. And all of a sudden you'll realise that it's really actually quite hard to spend a million pound if that was originally your thought going into business is that you wanted to build like a multi-million pound company um it's actually like there's there's unless you're going to be your dream is to own 20 Lamborghinis and a mansion in LA and in I don't know South Africa and (laughs) you want to own a jet ski and you want to have a thousand employees like you know well that's maybe you need to go and listen to a different podcast but (laughs) Uh, for most people, I think they want to work for themselves because they want to, uh, or they they want a creative career because they want to do work that they're passionate about and they want to live a life that um, they can sustain. Okay, I said I would try and keep these short and this is already running at about 20 minutes, so I'm going to stop there. But that would be my first kind of, that's that's my first step for you before we dive into the nitty gritty of creating and growing uh, a career or business in this industry that's the number one thing you need to do go do your homework I can't wait if, feel free to reach out to me tell me like what your dream lines are tell me what your ideal life is it'll be fascinating to see if there's some commonality between you all um because I'm sure there are because there's only a finite thing there's only a finite amount of things that people really want to do in life really aren't there like everything kind of boils down to um to adventures and family and love and um materialism and uh, hobbies and there's only a certain amount of things really isn't there so so, um, so yeah, maybe reach out to me if you want, if you want that accountability, just to say that you've done it. That's it for this first episode. Um, like I say, that exercise, dreamlining, comes from the book, uh, The 4-Hour Work Week. And the thing I want to just quickly end this episode on, even though I literally just said I was going to try and make it short, is I want to finish with a quick parable that is in The 4-Hour Work Week. And this parable has stayed with me since I read it years ago. The, the parable basically summarises everything that we've just talked about. And I just think it's so such a brilliant, clear, concise story that I just wanted to share it with you. So the parable is called The Fisherman and the Businessman. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase this because I don't want to read the whole thing. But essentially, uh, an American businessman goes on holiday to Mexico a little rural town in Mexico. And uh, he comes across one day this fisherman and this fisherman has got a boat full of really fresh looking fish. And he says to the fisherman, wow, that, how long did that take you to catch that amount of fish? And, he, and the fisherman replied, oh, only a couple of hours. And, he, and the American businessman says, oh, what are you going to do with the rest of your day then? And and the fisherman says, oh, I'm going to take the fish back to my village. I'm going to spend time with my kids. I'm going to have a siesta with my wife. I'm going to probably go into the town and cook my fish for my friends and family in the evening. Me and my friends will play some music and, and then, you know, we'll go home. And then I'll start again tomorrow. 
and the American businessman spotted an opportunity here. And he said, I'm going to help you, sir. I've got an MBA uh, in business. Um, I think MBA does actually stand for business. But anyway, he's got some kind of qualification in business. Uh, and I am going to help you scale your business. I'm going to make you a very, very rich man. And the fisherman says, oh, OK, how? Uh, and the bi- and the American businessman says, okay, well, instead of just fishing for a couple of hours a day, go out there for the whole day. You're going to get so much more fish that you're actually going to be able to sell that fish. And then once we've kind of built up a nice kind of base c- of customers, then you're going to hire other fishermen to come and help you fish. You're going to teach them how you fish and they're going to fish. So before you know it, we're going to franchise your fisherman business. You're going to have like lots of different areas. You might have to travel like once a week to these different locations, double check, you know, make sure everyone's fishing correctly. Um, But before you know it, you're going to have this big successful franchise. In fact, you might even be able to export internationally. So then you're going to have international clients. Maybe you want to even turn it into like an international chain. Maybe you turn the fish into like canned goods. And that's when you really start making the money because that can scale even bigger. And the fisherman says, okay, and then what? And the businessman says, oh, well, then you eventually you're going to IPO uh, and you're going to, you know, trade your company on the stock market and you are going to be a multi-millionaire. You're going to be so rich. And the fisherman says, wow, and how long, does, how long is that going to take? And he says, oh, well, anywhere between kind of 10 and 15 years. But it'll be worth it because then you'll get to retire. And you'll get to come back to this village and you'll get to spend your days just fishing in the morning, playing with your kids, hanging out with your wife, going into town at night and playing music with your friends. And the fisherman says, hmm. I think I'll carry on doing what I'm doing then. <laughs> so basically, obviously, the, the, I think I kind of butchered the end of that, but the, the, the parable basically outlining the fact that the fisherman was already living his dream life and he didn't need millions of pounds to do that. And, and yeah, I know that you got that, but I just wanted to, to, to clarify. So I hope that that's what you've got from this episode, this first episode. I'm super excited for this 31-day challenge um like i say if you've got any questions any specific questions about um uh, about creative careers or growing a business please reach out to me i've already had probably about 15 to 16 questions really really solid kind of questions so i'm super excited to dive into those but if you've got any more please reach out i've also set up um a website um alexmakesvr.com on that website you can sign up to my newsletter. The reason I'm pointing you to this is because if you're like me uh, and you've got like um, some really good podcasts that you like to listen to, but you kind of forget (laughs) to listen to them, um, I'm going to be sending out an email. Uh, Hopefully, I'm going to get it uh, kind of up and running pretty soon. I'm going to be sending out an email every day when the podcast goes live just to remind you that the podcast is live and also probably to write some kind of uh, an overview of what uh, is going to be discussed in that episode. So if there's an episode that you don't really fancy listening to or you want the shorthand version of it or you just want to be reminded that it's live, that will be there. So um, head over to alexmakesvr.com and sign up to the newsletter there. Okay, that's it for this first episode. Thank you again so much for listening. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you're having a phenomenal day and I'll speak to you tomorrow.